So I went out for like, it was my friend's leaving do at the place where we work, which I won't mention. And somehow this 60 year old guy got invited. <laughs> and I'm 33. And I'm like, the person who was leaving was 20. So I was out with all her 20 year old friends. And I was like, I feel old being here, but I've gone out with them a lot of times. And I, we've always had the thing in common that we all work together. Yeah. And they like me and so forth. Okay. Um, but I do still feel like slightly uncomfortable being there. Like I'm too old to be there in this. Like I shouldn't be hanging around with a bunch of 20 year olds. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so this guy came down, um, busy accident. He overheard her talking about it and he was 60 and i was like i am half your age and i am too old to be here <laughs> what the fuck are you what so he just invited himself over well no it, like everyone kind of liked him because he was tall and had nice hair and was a bit like into metal so we were like oh that guy's so cool for a 60 year old okay um but then like when he asked if he could come along because he like really liked amy we were like, not really, but how do we say this? And he was like, well, where are you going? We were like, spoons. Well, I and wasn't there. He was there. like, I will be there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Otherwise, I would have just like, shut up. Don't tell people where you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, they were just being polite. Like, we're going to be at spoons. Because, right. Like, why, what harm would be telling a 60 year old that? Sure. Because he's probably got shit on because he's married and has kids. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, he did not have shit on. <laughs> uh, so he came down and he told these which i'm doing right now but he told these stories that did not have an end or an exit and so this is my question what age do you get where you stop being able to have a back and forth and your only way of communicating with people is telling very long very dull very pausing stories please email in yes i don't think that's an age i'm gonna hit 33 soon and i know it's gonna happen to me and I tell stories a lot as it is. Please don't let it happen to me. Yeah, but you, your stories go somewhere and they're funny. Which, again, is like most people... I don't feel like that's like a, a course of progress. I just feel like that's just how... They were probably telling stories like that when they were 20. But he's married. You can't get married when you tell stories that long and boring. You don't know. Jesus Christ, how low were the standards? <laughs> like before feminism existed. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. He kept being like, oh, I have an intolerance for intolerance. And then he'd pause. And it was almost like he was waiting for claps. Wow. Like, <laughs> it was like, great, dude. You're not a racist. That was like the lowest bar anyone can hurdle over of not being a piece of shit. <laughs> so he's saying, I've never beaten my wife. Yay! It's like, great, good for you. Gives a shit. <laughs> Most people haven't, hopefully. Well, you'd hope. You'd hope. Long story short, don't invite sad 60-year-olds to parties. Oh, and there was a... Oh, okay, I have to tell this story. Um, there was this guy in the army, and, like, the um, other guy, the 60-year-old, he was like, all of drinking's genetics. Like, it doesn't matter how much you drink, it's just about your genetics. That's how, much, how you handle alcohol. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. And the guy in the army was like, scientifically, that's not true. Um, <laughs> and then the 60-year-old was like, don't you fucking disrespect me. I'm your older. I know better than you. Wow. All and, right, granddad. And then the guy in the army was like, I'm not being a dick. I just don't think that's true. Like, Yeah, and I disagree with and you. He was like, Sorry. Well, and he was like, well, you're a confident, you know, cocky little cunt, aren't you? 
And at that point, I was like, I don't think it's true either, though. <laughs> like, I used to... Well, you're obviously disrespectful as well. Yeah. I mean, I've done my time with alcohol, and I can tell you, once I went a year and four months without drinking, and then I tried to drink what I used to, and I almost died. Yeah. Like, it does build up over time. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a drug. It's it's It comes with a tolerance yeah. that can be increased by having That's scientifically more of it. proven. We yeah. all know that. But like, he would not stop going on about it being genetics. And I was like, why are you here? And then at the end of the night, he kept trying to kiss all the girls who were like 20 on their like, lips. Gross. Like, you know that like French thing where it's like a quick peck on the lips? He kept being like, yeah, oh, well, no. you know, I'm well traveled. Not a thing. And he's like, stop trying to kiss fucking 20 year old like That's women. gross. Who is this Weird guy? Weird creep. I don't know, some 60 year old who thought it would be better to spend a night out on a Friday with people half his age, myself. Who was already too old to be hanging out with the people I was hanging out with, <laughs> rather than spending it with his wife and kids. What a creep. Yeah. So, my code open is an advice to all men. If you're 60, don't try and hang out with 20-year-old women. Good advice. Mm, I think so. Welcome back to Journey into the Strange. I am Kaz. And I am Al. And today we have a mini sewed on runes for you. Runes, runes, runes. I'm just getting out my little sheet, my little handkerchief that came with my little baggie of runes that I bought. And I'm excited <laughs> to use them. Are you alright, ma'am? It's quite buggy. <laughs> so. I like how it looks like something from a Zelda game. It does, doesn't it? Or maybe Zelda took inspiration. Probably, probably closer to the truth. So, I'm going to go back to my book. Right. We're going to do a nine rune cast with my little baggie of runes. Every time you call it a baggie, I just think we're talking about weed. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, a bag of runes. I like baggie. I think it's cool. So, I've read this out in the last episode, but the rune cast is the oldest form of rune divination. Uh, we are going... To place nine runes in my palm from the bag at random and then toss them uh, of a distance of six to nine inches above a cloth, which I have in front of me here. Uh, a number of runes will face land will land face up. A number of runes will land face upwards while others will be face down. The runes that have landed at the centre of the cloth are the most important and the closest to the issue. The face-up runes reveal the circumstances that are known to you. Read them first. Face-down runes reveal the pattern of the future interpreted as you go, allowing your intuition to guide you. The runes at the edge of the cloth represent background influences, such as other people's opinions. Runes that miss the cloth altogether can be ignored. I'm pretty excited about this. I just can't wait to see where all the runes go. They're not going to land on the cloth at all. I want to make this cloth more of a square because it was long before. So I have a feeling that it was going to like, you know, just catch all of them, you know. So I've made it a bit smaller now. I think you're being optimistic. If I were you, I'd be making it bigger. You think? Yeah. All right, Throwing but... like loads of random shit up in the air. It goes everywhere. True. All right. Well, mate, we've... I don't think it's, like, I think they're all the land within there, though. I'm going to make it a little bit smaller. Okay, we'll see. I don't think so. I think they're mostly kind of land on your lap. Okay, we'll try that. Right, so I'm going to pick nine from the bag randomly. One, two, three. 
a lot of blue pepper on your wall. Uh, yeah, it's because I had a load of painting stuck up there, and then I took them down, and then the blue pepper left a load of. Uh, no. <laughs> it just blue tech does destroy walls. They say that, and now I believe them. I have told you about that time with my dad, right? Mm. The car thing. I must have. But I'll tell you it again. Okay. But I'm so unobservant. unobservant. Like, whatever the opposite of Shakespeare is, Sherlock. Whatever the opposite of Sherlock is, I am. Oh. To this point, one time I got in my dad's car, I was like, oh, have you had this, like, um, cleaned or whatever? And he was like, no, it's a new fucking car, you cunt. <laughs> I spent so much money on it. I was looking around. He's like, I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, this one has leather seats. <laughs> Did you not notice that? I was like, no. <laughs> Looks good though. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I do remember that story. That's yeah. good. I miss my dad being young enough that he understood what was going on. Right, so now I am gonna toss the runes on the cloth from a so six inches. So that's about that tall. So huh. Oh god, you're right, they do go everywhere. Okay. So I didn't really ask a question. No. So I guess it's more of a general sure. ruin reading. So we can discard these ones around the outside. About one, two, three landed on the outside. That's four. Is it four? Oh, yeah, that's four there. Um, nothing really landed in the center. No, the center doesn't hold. So this one's face up and this one's face up. The rest are face down. So I'm going to try and quickly find those in the book. So it was this one that looks like a bit like a scythe. Um, I don't think it's any of these ones. That's the only thing with this is now you have to figure out where it is in the book. That one. Okay. Languz or lagu. Enjoy the soft sensibilities of harmony, affection and safety in the arms of loved ones. Okay. You are married. So that was on the outside. The rune of water, Langus is the rune of water, a vast expanse of seas, fjords, safe inlets and harbours. The Anglo-Saxon rune poem is precise regarding the rune's watery symbolism. Long is welling stream and broad geysers and the land of fish. Ligas can easily be a grim rune. Grim rune representing cold grey widow maker of the Norse sages, but its meaning is opposite. The seafaring race such as the Vikings, Langurus was a good omen, signifying homecoming, joyful celebration, and reunion with loved ones. Thus Langurus came to be known as the rune of love, and indeed the rune is a good sign if you question concerns of affairs of the heart. The wisdom of Langas refers that your love life is now safe from the stormy turbulence of unfettered emotions and you will find a safe haven in your arms of the one you love. Again, you are married, so that sort of works. You hope. So that's nice. So that's on, that was on the outskirts. All of these kind of landed on the outskirts. This one, I guess, is closest to the centre. So that it looks like that. So I'm going to go through this book again and see which... Furzisas, Thorn or Furs. Known where and when you must stop. The third rune, Thursas, is a symbol of a fawn. Plants, wells, embed of sharp defense. 
By extension, the rune is associated with anything that pierces and therefore suggests serpent's fangs or the point of a blade. The word furs survives today in the name of Thursday, which derives from the name of the great god Norse thunder god Thor. In turn... You right? Yeah, so my book was like, this rune is Thor's rune. Um, it symbolises totally different things from what your one does. <laughs> I mean, we haven't got into it yet too much. It's sort of like maintenance of the status quo, but it still was the primary defender of Asgard and, like, Midgard. So it wasn't that, like, it was a case of good and evil, but it was a case of, like, Thor is the defender of the status quo because if people are trying to overrule those places, he'll be there. That's interesting. And, yeah, Thor Thursday. Yeah, which is an interesting one because it doesn't (laughs) necessarily sound too much like it, but I can understand it, so... People used to tell me I looked like Thor, and then I got fat. <laughs> um, Thor himself was a physical giant, considered to be the archetypal giant slayer. So Furaz is described in the rune poems as giant's rune. It has suggested that the very shape of the rune represents the famous hammer of Thor. Others suggest that it represents a single thorn on this plant stem. Anglo-Saxon rune poem has this to say... The fawn is the most sharp and evil thing to take grip on, extremely grim for any man who rests among them. So upright meaning. The fawny nature of this room suggests boundaries because the thorn brushes often divided parcels of land. So the appearance of fauras in a reading is associated with with personal boundaries and has come to represent limitations and the perils of crossing a line. It's so... Sorry. It's totally different from the reason I said, but it is the same meaning because yeah. Thor represents the maintenance of the status quo, i.e. there's lots of defenders in, like attackers and he always like defended the status quo while that's saying... Don't cross the line. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still a maintenance of the status quo as in like things should be remain the same. Yeah. As Thuraz also brings the mid fang or blade, this rune can represent a time of personal danger. It may warn that there are people around you who are dishonored, dishonest or who are actively working towards your downfall. This is a particular... Shit, Cal, sorry. I... <laughs> yeah, it's you. Don't know. I'm I, would, my I knew it. <laughs> this particular case, if your question involves any kind of business dealings, in short, the appearance of Thuraz in a reading of and the reading acts is this timely warning, urging vigilance and advises against taking unnecessary risk. Equally, be prepared to f- defend yourself. So that is quite prevalent to you. I guess so. I don't want it to be. <laughs> so I'm the one recommending you do it. So I'm clearly trying to bring around your downfall. And that's telling you not to take unnecessary risks. Yeah. Shit, I can't believe I'm the villain. I didn't even realise that. <laughs> suppose that's how all villains get started. We also... Oh, no, we, I thought that was the weird one, the one that doesn't have a mark on it, but then it's actually this one, which is just the straight line. So I'm going to attempt to find where that lives in this book now. Because this was face down. Ah, Eras. Isa, or Is, or Is. Isa, like treacherous ice, warns of mistake and injury. Um... Let's look at the... Oh, it doesn't have a face-down meaning. It's interesting how this book changes like that. Oh, I thought it would tell me the face-down meaning, like 
the other side of the book did, but obviously it does not do that. Um, its name implies Isa is the room of ice and cold. Its shape resembles an icicle, so it is approx- approx- appropriate. So it is appropriate that it refers to the mouth of January, which the ancient Norse people poetically called Snow Moon. Wait, I love that my birthday has a mouth that swallows people up and then there's nothing but a snow moon on it. Snow moon. That is quite poetic. It is cool. In Anglo-Saxon rune poem, The Beautiful Ice is Praised, it glistens like glass and is most like a jewel. The the symbolism of ice extends beyond a single icicle representing snow and ice in its form. Perhaps the most descriptive comparison is with a great prehistoric glaciers carved out of forms of Norwegian fjords with infinite slowness. The state of cold and numbness are closely linked with this rune. Isa may stand for the number seven in a rune reading and therefore can express a time of period of seven such seven days and seven weeks or seven months or even seven years. Good luck feeling cold for seven years. God, that sounds awful. And what's the last one that landed? This one. Is that just the big F? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the first one. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I need to get a Can we do this again if I ask it a question? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you're right. So it's the rune of prosperity and new beginnings. Hey, that sort of counteracts. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, the other is... one was closer to the begin to the but middle. Face down. Was it face down? I don't know. No, I don't think it was face down. All right, well. No, fine. I think it was. It was face down. Yeah, because I... you kept going on about it being face down. And yeah, you were right. Yeah. Okay. No, that was the ice one. Um, I don't know. I've forgotten. <laughs> How do I have more of a memory than this? And I've been drinking since ten. I know. Right. Do you don't... want to ask it a question? Yeah, but you didn't say what the other thing... Oh, you did, though. Oh, it's like the the rune of upright prosperity, and it can mean money is easy to come by. So that's nice. Yeah, that is good. Especially for where you are in life at the moment. Right, what do you want to ask it? Uh, am I going to be single forever? Okay, right, okay. We'll ask the runes. <laughs> Did one go on the floor? Yeah. Who do you think everywhere? Yeah, you're right. They really do. Oh, three, actually. No, four. <gasps> There's some behind the recording station. Okay. So four. One landed... No, two landed face up. So it's this one. That's furthest away. So we'll do this one first. Oh, that's the icicle one. That's the ice one where it was like you'll be cold for seven years. Or Outstanding. Where the fuck? <laughs> So maybe it's seven days, months, years. If I'm single for another seven years, I'll be what? But it could be days. I somehow doubt that. Or months. I'll be single till I'm 39. So what's this one mean? I like that that one is sort of an indication of time, though. And it's cold, so it's like, maybe things won't be so warm for the next seven, seven years, whatever. great. No, I didn't say, it doesn't say seven years. It says seven or something. So it could be seven years, but it might not be. It will be. <laughs> well, if you say it is, oh, this one. Olifia, the rune of authority. I think if we both know some anything about me, I am an authoritative person. I believe in dictatorships. 
<laughs> Loyal respect and identity are the foundations of family. The rune authority and responsibility. Yeah, and responsibility. Ophelia is associated with clan, the family, and the nation. But I hate my family. But your question was about romance and about having a... Well, romance would suggest a family. Uh, wouldn't? Yeah, it would. If you want to make a partnership with someone. I guess, but you wouldn't be like, oh, I want to like hook up with someone so I can... St I don't know. It sounds like it is Let about your family you currently have. Uh, maybe. It depends how you interpret it, I guess. Um, it represents... Patriotism, family loyalty, and the proper respect for authority. Law, established customs, customs, hallowed traditions, and devotion cause to a path or religion. Ophelia is therefore an intimate connection with questions of identity. The rune also represents something that stands the test of time. A set of values that is rarely questioned may seem to be stayed and dated, yet it is somehow strangely comforting. The Anglo-Saxon rune poem refers to the rune meaning as continue, the continue of tradition within the family. I think I sort of hate all the things that rune stands for. Ophelia is associated with the month of November, the fog moon, the moon, yeah, the fog moon, and the ancient Norse calendar. Upright meaning. It's weird that it sometimes have an upright meaning and sometimes it doesn't. Upright meaning. Then rune is often presented in a reading to suggest dynasty concerns, indicating a time when traditions become more valuable in life. Engagements, marriages, and birth are one aspect of this, while dealing with wills and family property is another. In some cases, the rune may signify inheritance, but this need not be anything material. In fact, it's more likely to be an expression in the characteristics you share with ancestors and relatives. You may need to take advice from older people or from experienced professionals and, in addition, are likely to find that you are asking yourself what would this person would have done in this situation. By the time the influence of Ophelia is over, you, have, you will have moved closer to your heritage origins. I disagree with all that. I know you my... disagree with it. That's what, that's what it says. I mean, I know my heritage. I hate it. I, like, have no interest in taking advice from older people. I really don't believe in family. You got the same one as me, this one. It's hard to be more against that than I am. But you were asking, like, will I be alone forever? What was, is that your question? Or single forever, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Oh, maybe you should get close to your family, or otherwise you'll I be mean, so lonely. I don't know. I'm not the ones writing these messages, man. <laughs> Rude. I'm just reading them out. Well, we're going to do another side stories on Tower, and they'll be nice to me. So you've also got Langos, but it's Oh, great. Can't wait down. for that one to be like, oh, you should connect with fucking squirrels. Inverted meaning. The seas of emotion are overly turbulent when it is inverted. It may be that you're being too assertive and demanding of oh, attention, yeah. <laughs> or too impatient or aggressive. Yeah, that you sounds like me. You may feel hard done by and curse fate or misfortunes. Try to be more rational. Take deep, slow breaths and have patience. <laughs> so fucking patronising. <laughs> this all sounds like me. Don't you think I'm a bit too impatient and irrational in life, guys? <laughs> well, you are kind of like, when will I have someone? When will I be single forever? 
type thing. For a podcast episode. <laughs> hmm. When do I act like that in real life? Nah, that's true. I know I'm going to be single forever. I don't have to ask the question. <laughs> you also got the fur- the fawn one that I got. Oh, the great. What was I going to be like? Oh, you're a cunt. Like, <laughs> yeah, gonna... that's it. Uh, well, I guess it, if it was going against the status quo, because that's what it said to me, isn't it? That it was upright. But the rest of being like, oh, you're emotional and you're cold. And... Oh, God, you really don't like these ones. You like your family as well, one. <laughs> Inverted meaning, danger is always present when Thursday appears in a reading, but it's powerfully emphasised when the rune is inverted position. The danger is likely to be greater or more obvious. Enemies seen more malicious and determined and the risk of loss more pressing. It may be that your own actions are to blame for this situation with rash decisions contributing towards your peril. If so, stop immediately, assess your situation and then proceed with caution indeed. Can I just say... I spend most of my time in a retail shop. The level of my enemies are not all plotting against me. Danger! Danger, Ralph! At worst, they might be like, Ralph didn't do a good face-up. I should be team leader. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The the thing that I found from reading through a lot of these and doing our readings today... Is that they hate me? They're very... Even the ones that I took were very, like... Negative sounding, yeah. like they definitely even the ones that were like positive, which is like the fir- the fir- Thursday one, Thursday. It it did seem like kind of like oh well, it's powerful, but you know, too much power can be bad, and it, it they definitely seem to have much much more of a negative connotation uh, rather than tarot, where it seems to have quite a positive one, I suppose. And that's why in our next mini episode. That you guys should tune into. We're going to do tarot to see if they link up to. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Right. And if the tarot cards tell me I'm going to be annoying and single forever, I'm going. I don't think it told you you were going to be single forever. It just said you need to load your family and watch your back. <laughs> don't want to do either of those things. <laughs> Anyway, this has been Mal. This has been Kaz. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.